Uninformed immigrants are at a huge disadvantage in court, in financial and legal matters, and also sometimes in life. Well, what can we do about it? I'll tell you what. We can train, teach, inspire, and empower immigrants to maximize their lives regardless of their immigration status. And that's exactly what we're going to do here. I am your immigration lawyer and host, Otis Landerholm, and this is the Empowered Immigrant Podcast. All right. Our topic for today is my family members detained by ICE or detained by immigration. What can I do? How can I help them? And there's news about this, all right? The big news is, you've probably seen it in the news, is that the Remain in Mexico program that was started under the Trump administration, the Remain in Mexico program is ending. Okay, should I say that again? The Remain in Mexico program is ending, everybody. Like, we should clap and celebrate and jump up and down that the Remain in Mexico program is ending so that immigrants who are arriving to the United States don't have to remain in Mexico to file their case. Got it? That is big news that is important to be aware of, okay? But they don't have to remain in Mexico, so how are they going to be processed? How, what are, where are they going to have to wait then? What it really means in practice, it might not feel like good news to people. What it really means in practice is that people who are arriving through Mexico to the U.S. border and asking for protection, asking for asylum, asking to stay in the United States, you know, and turning themselves in at the border, many more, many more of those people are going to be detained they're going to be put into a detention facility, like a jail, all right? And so that's why this topic, how do you help a family member who's detained, is important right now. Because as this program, the Remain in Mexico program is ending, more and more immigrants are going to be detained. And you got to be aware of it because detention is not fun. So often the first question that somebody calls our office asking is, hey, my family member just crossed the border, they're detained, I don't know where they are, and I don't know how to help them. So then we, we, we go through this, right? And we can, we can figure out where they are and we can figure out how to help them. So um, here's the thing to know. If a person arrives at the border without documents, all right, Border Patrol, sometimes Border Patrol will just send them back, right? Catch and release. No formal process, no, won't actually process a deportation order against them, and they'll just say, yo, get out of here, you know, and, and that'll be it. Um, more and more, though, Border Patrol actually puts people into what they call an expedited removal process, meaning putting, giving them a deportation order, okay? And so an expedited removal process, um, so, so, Three different processes. One is no formal deportation process. They just send them back. All right? Process number two is expedited removal. Process number three is the worst of them, and that's called reinstatement of removal, and that's like they've already been deported before, and now they don't even get a process. They just get 
the same order of deportation. Or um, in some instances, even worse, they get passed to criminal authorities to get charged and prosecuted for unlawful reentry. Anyway, so that's um, if they're in those processes, I don't care which of those processes they're in, a person has the right to claim fear. Hey, I'm afraid. I'm afraid for my life. If you send, them, send me back to my country, they're going to kill me. People have the right to say that. They have the right to claim fear. All right? And now, depending on which of the processes they're in, if they're in expedited removal proceedings, they'll be given what's called a credible fear interview. Okay? And they can, they can then be allowed to say their story, meet with an asylum officer who's theoretically trained in this stuff, hear, tell their story of why they are afraid and see if their claim for asylum is quote-unquote credible. All right, that's the credible fear interview process. If they pass that process, they'll get a notice to appear. They might get released, all right, and they'll be put into deportation, full-on deportation proceedings where they can file for asylum and hear their case in front of a judge. If they're in um, reinstatement of removal proceedings, all right, they've already got a deportation against them, deportation order against them, it's a harder situation for them. And they need to go to what's called a reasonable fear interview. They can still say they're afraid for their life, but there's no asylum in that context. It's withholding only proceedings if they win. So they're applying for what they call withholding of removal. And uh, so much fewer benefits come with withholding. So anyway, you got to know. you got to kind of understand their process. Um, and, uh, and, and, then, and then it helps to then know what's their option to get released and what's their option for asylum or withholding or relief under the Convention Against Torture. All right. If they fail those interviews, the credible fear interview or the reasonable fear interview, if they fail the interview, they'll be deported. Okay? And they'll have a deportation order against them. They call it an uh, expedited removal order or just a reinstated removal. Um, but if they pass the interview, they'll be allowed to submit their full asylum application or withholding, um, withholding of removal application. Okay? So um, at that point then, at that point then, if they're like detained, if they're given a credible fear interview, at that point, they will be assigned to an ICE officer. They'll be detained. They'll often be transferred to some ICE detention facility, maybe in Arizona Texas, New Mexico, some in California, Southern California, you know. At that point, it's time to get a lawyer, okay? You're going to want a lawyer, you know. Um, one, to, pre to help prepare your loved one for their interview, whatever interview it is, and represent them at that interview. But two, to start calling, to start contacting ICE, to request that person to be released, all right? Hey, has bond been set? Hey, could we get this person released on parole so there is no bond? Hey, could we, you know, pay, pay a bond, get them released? And if they say no, then let's fight about it. And we fight, uh, you know, request a bond hearing in court, okay? That's basically how it works, okay? If their credible fear interview is successful, 
people often can get released from detention at that point. But you got to win the credible fear interview first, for the most part, for the most part. All right. Um, Border Patrol has lots of discretion. ICE has lots of discretion. Sometimes they'll parole people in and send them the interview at a later date. But often people are detained until their interview. If their interview is successful, they can pay a bond and get released, or sometimes immigration will just release them. If they're not successful, they'll be deported. Okay? And so, uh, anyway, you, you got to know this. If it's, you know, if we're fighting, if your interview is successful, there are certain instances also where the interview is successful and they don't want to release the person. Like, imagine, because release from detention is a discretionary thing, right? It's not automatic. And so sometimes we want to show that our client is not a danger. They, we want to show they've got no criminal record. We want to show they've got a, you know, they're, they're a contributing member to society. They've got a place where they're going to stay. They're not a flight risk, right? Sometimes we want to show as much as possible to allow ICE to feel comfortable to release the person, right? And then, you know, and then if they don't, we fight in front of a judge. That's basically it, all right? That's basically it. That's basically everything that I wanted to cover today. So it's happening more and more. The Remain in Mexico program is ending. And what that means in practice is that immigrants who are arriving are going to be detained more as they submit their request for asylum or for protection in the United States. Asylum is not easy. It's an uphill battle. And you're going to want legal help as you go through that process. If my office can help you, hey, we'd love to help you. And if my office isn't the best fit for you for whatever reason, hey, still do get help. All right? Still do get help. I really want everybody to, like, it's not a time to um, try to, you know, don't try to file asylum by yourself. Like, don't. All right? This is your life we're talking about. Okay, get professional help. It will increase your chances of winning. All right, you want to win this case. Thank you all so much. That's it for today. My name's Otis Landerholm, Landerholm Immigration APC, where we fight for your American dream, and I'll see you on the next episode of Deportation Defense Live. Thanks a lot.